once again, thank you for joining me here on the NerdCon1.com network. I am the Crypto Mind and doing my weekly The Crypto Mind podcast edition for the NerdCon1.com network. Great, fantastic network of shows of all things nerdy um, and some terrific content with uh, games uh, talking about consoles and platforms, uh, collectibles, uh, Cinephile Saturdays with his movie reviews and lookbacks and takes, um, and just some general fantastic uh, nerdiness. There's, they also do live streams, Twitch streams. Uh, check it out at nerdcon1.com. And thank you again for joining me here at The Crypto Mine. Uh, I'm on YouTube. And if you uh, if you search for me, the crypto mind, M I N E D, in and put it, all of that in in um, quotes on either side, you'll go right to my channel uh, where I've got all kinds of information for you about uh, cryptocurrency uh, and, and crypto mining, which I'm a huge advocate of, uh, and I will even explain a little more why in coming uh, episodes. Today is another weekly uh, crypto news update about what's going on there's just so much happening right now so quickly uh, in the in the crypto news space uh, so much is changing um, and or even things that have been talked about are finally being implemented um, that I'm gonna do another weekly news update and I'm probably going to be doing a lot of these every Thursday uh, on the nerdcon one network because uh, there's a lot of exciting stuff to talk about. Mostly good, uh, sometimes a little bit of negative news, but uh, so many of the things that I think were promised in years gone by about crypto, about this space, are finally happening. So, why don't, we, uh, why don't I stop uh, just yammering about that and start talking uh, directly about it. All right, so as at the time of the recording of this uh, video, you can see here that uh, Bitcoin is at 15,822. Um, and actually today, uh, the, uh, what is it, November the uh, 12th, Thursday, November the 12th, uh, Bitcoin yesterday touched 16,000, even, even teeny tiny went over it about two or three times and then it kept retreating. It did not close uh, over 16,000 or over uh, 15, uh, 15.8, which is what I think a lot of people were hoping for. Uh, today, it, it went over 16,000 again, um, even went to about 16.3, I believe, and has come back to about 15.8. So it's playing footsie with the 16,000 line, which is just amazing because not uh, a couple weeks ago, it was at 13,000. Um, so what does this mean? Like, how far is Bitcoin going to go? Is it is it going to go up? Is it going to go down? Is it going to hang around here? Um, now, I, I can tell you for a fact that I, I don't, I can't tell you that for sure. Um, I, I am not a uh, professional uh, price analyst. Uh, I usually rely on other price analysts and their news and their takes to kind of inform me about what's going on, and that I can share with you. So here's what I can tell you. All right, just from looking at data. All right, if we go here and I look at a chart uh, on the data of Bitcoin, right? And I was looking, I, I put it starting in the January of 2016 
and because uh, you know Bitcoin started way even before that, back in uh, 2013 or even a little bit before that. But I, I included the big massive spike run up uh, that crypto had right at the tail end of of, uh, of of 2017 when Bitcoin hit that all time high just a little bit over 19,000. Like here it closed at 19,141. That was the all time high, and you know, since then, it you know it had it had a year plus of, of troubling times, and then coming into mid January, it came up a bit. People were positive. It kind of went sideways, downish a bit. Then COVID hit, and that really just tanked everybody: stock market, crypto market, everything. Um, but since that time, since that that closing low around fifty five hundred dollars in March thirteenth, <laughs> my birthday, March thirteenth of twenty twenty. Um, it's been on a steady, steady run, with including some periods of consolidation, and it's got. And now it's on a real ramp up, and uh, like we said, we're we're playing with the sixteen thousand line. Now, there's two things that are really important about that. If you look at this orange bar here, this orange bar is about the total market capitalization of of Bitcoin. And what that means is if you take all the Bitcoin that's out there in the universe and you multiply it times its price for each Bitcoin, that's the total market cap. And the total market cap now is approaching $300 billion. And that puts it uh, as uh, the 10th largest market cap uh, item in the world. Uh, it's, now, it's surpassing Verizon. It's surpassing uh, many other large uh, companies that you know. And also what I tell people is that it's approaching the market uh, cap back of the, the spike time. Yet it's doing it with so many more Bitcoin, which means that it's this time is a little bit more solid than last time. There are so many more people involved in Bitcoin involved in trading it, involved in using it, involved in investing in it, involved in saving of it than there was in 2017. Um, the total volume of trading is, is you know, five times plus what it was back in 2017. So there's more people in the sphere making decisions about what they think about Bitcoin and its value. And that's a good thing. The more people that are involved in a market, uh, the less likely it is to suffer um, you know, huge, ridiculous spikes up and down. Not to say that it can't happen, but it makes it a little less likely. Now, why is some of this stuff going on the way it is? Well, here's a couple news articles that can put this into perspective. Now, in a previous uh, video that I made about this week, everything changed, which was a, a couple weeks ago, um, I talked about PayPal uh, announcing that it was going to allow customers to uh, purchase Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies and have them in their PayPal wallet. And uh, since then, on November 2nd, you know, PayPal announced that it's going to raise its buying limit to 15k a week for eager customers. And I think these are for more large-scale customers. Well, duh, right? Do you or I have 15000 uh, per week to be throwing into Bitcoin? I don't. But, I mean, this just goes to show you that people who do have this kind of money, 
they're saying, hey, PayPal, 10K a week may be too small for us to use your service. And and so they said, okay, we're going to raise it to 15,000 a week. Well, <laughs> now, here's news on November 12th. PayPal uh, removes the wait list for new crypto service and boosts their weekly purchase limit to 20,000 a week. So that means that people were going, hey, 15,000 a week is not enough for us to use your service. We need you to give us a $20,000 uh, limit so that we can do what we want to do. Okay. So if you're wondering if people are serious about this, if this is a serious thing, and if people who like actually move and shake markets and, and deal with assets and and securities and all other manner of financial stuff and you know they they don't like to lose and they like to do the you know what's going to make them money and they're you know they're adamant about that well they are just pounding services to allow them to purchase more and more um and, and so that's one indicator of what's going on right now so another thing to look around is that you can uh, go and try to find out what people are predicting about the price of Bitcoin. And if I go to my uh, YouTube and put in Bitcoin price prediction, like I did up here in the top bar, um, you get all kinds of you know different. You get all kinds of different YouTubers who have, are making their predictions about stuff. <coughs> now I'll tell you that you know, of course, there's always people that are like, oh. Hey, XRP, uh, that's Ripple. It's going to get to a million each before uh, before Bitcoin. But here's one. Bitcoin will be 10,000. I mean, 100,000 this time next year, right? Uh, Bitcoin price predictions. How long till we see Bitcoin at 34,000 each? Um, here's one that, that's, uh, you know, this was three weeks ago. Hey, Bitcoin just broke 12,000. And here's an honest price prediction for what's coming up, right? But they're they're using some metrics and and you know looking at sometime in the future at 255,000, right? Um, there are currently very few people who are um, bearish on Bitcoin. There are very very few people that are saying you might want to get out. About the only people who are doing that are people who are like day traders and you know they're trading they're trading the waves you know each day and it, and it is true that in any cycle like this even when we go up 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 at some point there's enough people to kind of go you know that's so far up i may want to take some profits here and start selling and you get it you get it going down 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 for a little bit uh and then if you're still bullish, at some point people will come back and go, yeah, I'm going to buy some more now. Or even more people jump in because you know, they say, oh, I missed out at 15,000. And then it comes back down to 15,000 for a second. They're like, oh, good, I can do that. You know, there's, there's a lot that goes on here. And so whether you're a day trader or someone who trades infrequently or someone who just wants to hold is interested in Bitcoin as a... Uh, as some place to just store your money and do what they call a hodl, hold on for dear life, um, will determine how you feel about a lot of this stuff. So anyway, right now the sentiment is pretty huge uh, for Bitcoin. 
Um, which you know, I have to tell you honestly, when when ninety five percent of the news is like go go go, uh, that usually makes me feel a little skittish about what's going to happen. But I think that there's a lot of overarching macro events going on that are uh, making Bitcoin go further up despite what would normally happen in a market because this is not normal times. This is, this Bitcoin is not, it's still, even though it is basically 12, 12 years old since the issuance, issuance of the white paper describing Bitcoin, Bitcoin is a very new prospect in in terms of the overall markets, right? I mean, if you think about investing in, in uh, say even Google, uh, you know, well, Google was around back in 2001. If you bought, you know, and so it's had like, and, and before that too, Alphabet, it has been around even longer. Um, you know, and then GM has been around for, you know, almost a hundred years. And, and, and there's other things that you could invest in that have been around even longer than that. Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies are an extremely, um, they're an extremely new, uh, they're an extremely new market, an extremely new product. Uh, and so if people finally decide that like this is really a good thing, this is akin to people who were buying Walmart in 1980s, akin to people who were buying, um, you know, Microsoft in the 1980s when it was almost nothing, you know, when it wasn't, it was just beginning to be something or Apple in the later 90s after it's restructuring um, or, or things like uh, Amazon in 2000s, you know, when it was, the share price was nothing and now it's, you know, it, it's, it's an oh my God stock. It's akin to that. So that, that's why you can't always read, you can't always use the yardstick of a mature company against Bitcoin or Ethereum or other things because these instruments are, are brand new to the scene. Um, and yet they're showing their value. As I, I talked about in that last video about this week, everything's changing, that uh, nations are adopting uh, this and other cryptocurrencies large uh, investment groups are adopting it um, and uh, other big players and also just you and me and millions of people around the world are adopting this uh, cryptocurrency to use for either saving for for uh, conducting uh, transactions paying people for for stuff goods and services etc etc and it's Right now, the adoption is only growing. The adoption is still less than 10% around the world, and it's getting bigger and bigger every single day, exponentially. So this is why I say that this kind of price action is not necessarily as scary as what you might have seen back here at the end of January of 2017. Back in January 2017, it was still a world of Bitcoin who, um, so, it, so we're in a different place. Now, again, please do your own research. Please figure out who you are as a, as a 
person who might want to get involved with Bitcoin. Um, you know, I, I this is not a professional financial advice. These are my opinions. Uh, I'm, I'm not making some kind of official trade uh, suggestion for you. Um, in fact, you got to figure out what your relationship with Bitcoin is going to be. Um, I myself have de have created a policy that for myself that Bitcoin is something I don't want to trade. Um, do I want to get some more uh, over time when I can? Yes. Um, as explained in a, a video about mining Bitcoin, you know, as a hobbyist miner with a GPU rig and, and my uh, and my uh, computer box here, I cannot directly mine Bitcoin. I can mine other things though, and then purchase Bitcoin with the value of the other things, um, and or I can just do some direct cash uh, buying uh, of Bitcoin as well um, when I've got extra cash. Uh, so, you know, but my, here's my big deal on Bitcoin. This is my policy that I'm putting forward, um, with Bitcoin. When I buy Bitcoin, for me, it's kind of like buying gold. And so gold is not something that you easily trade with or easily transact with. Um, and it's like a storage of value. And it's my belief that over the long term here, for the years to come, Bitcoin is going to be ascending upwards. Um, how fast uh, or how quickly or, or whatever, um, I don't know exactly. I leave that to other people to, to determine. And actually, I really don't care. As long as I feel like it, upward is the, is the level and, and it's beating the CD at my savings bank, which is like at you know 0.1% if I'm lucky. Um, then, then Bitcoin is where I want to store anything extra that I can squirrel away. So my intention with Bitcoin is when I buy Bitcoin, that's it. It stays there. It doesn't go anywhere. I don't play with it. I don't trade with it. I don't care if it goes down or if it goes up. I'm, I'm hodling, H-O-D-L, holding on for dear life. The other thing that I've done is I've placed I've placed my Bitcoin holdings in a place called Nexo.io, which is um, it's a, a trading house. Uh, it's not a trading house; it's a lending house. And um, Nexo.io will give uh, people crypto loans based on the crypto they have deposited with Nexo, hardback loans. Um, and for people who are not taking loans but just saving their money there, they pay interest uh, on on the uh, crypto that they have there. So I'm getting six percent annual percentage uh, APR. Uh, on my Bitcoin that's at Nexo.io. But uh, there are other places out there like uh, BlockFi, Celsius, um, and many others that do similar things. So I'm happy with the idea of, of just parking my Bitcoin, getting 6% a year, and watching the price go up, which is you know making the value of what I've parked there more and more. Uh, but you decide what you want to do. There are people out there making a fortune, you know, trading Bitcoin. Okay, that's not my style. I'm a miner, uh, and I love sort of the security of mining and accumulating stuff little by little, slowly, surely, um, every day. Even while I'm I'm making this video, I have my mining rig is just working, collecting, uh, collecting Ethereum and Zilliqua uh, right now. Um, but it, it, and also. Um, it's a uh, mining um, Zell, Zell, uh, Zell Cash on one of my cards, uh, and Monero on my mini H HP Mini uh, machine is doing that. And for me, 
like that's what I like to do in terms of accumulating and investing, uh, investing in equipment and things that will just keep generating for me. Uh, it takes a lot of the guessing and guesswork and anxiety out of some of this stuff. I find trading to be, you know, uh, it, uh, it amps your anxiety level, you know, um, but, uh, there's people out there that do it and, and do it just fine. And, you know, more, more power to them. If that's if that's what they want to do, um, then go for it. And if that's what you want to do, go for it. Okay. Uh, so there's my there's my two second minute on that. Um, so getting back to you know, like I said, the, there's there's all kinds of people saying that there's just amazing things headed for Bitcoin in the in the future. Um, not only like for next year or but for five years out and ten years out and then you know the further out the the price prediction guesses go the more astronomical it looks um, I don't know about all of that but what I can tell you is it's doing really good right now all right next thing ethereum 2.0 uh, ethereum is the the second largest um, is the second largest um, instrument out there in the cryptocurrency space in the crypto space i should say ethereum uh doesn't necessarily call itself specifically a uh a cryptocurrency they like to consider themselves more like a smart to uh, smart contract operations uh device uh and uh, what does that mean it means that with ethereum uh, if you want to, well, what's happening is, if you look just to the to the right of where I have the the ETH here, and it says Ethereum tokens, all of these instruments here, all of these, and and there's even more, but look at just hundreds and hundreds, and in fact, there's more. Coin three sixty doesn't list all of them, but all of these different instruments are running off on the back of Ethereum. And and a lot of these other instruments are places that are allowing for um, trading, swapping of, of instruments. Uh, when you do crypto trades, it's basically a smart contract uh, that occurs. Um, also, actual contracts for goods and services uh, and um, and many, many, many other things, and all these multitude of different Ethereum tokens are different projects that are figuring out how to uh, make easier uh, the transaction of contracts through the Ethereum uh, blockchain. And so, Ethereum uh, is a very powerful thing right now because even though there are other um, there are other blockchains that will do similar things to Ethereum. Ethereum was the, like kind of the first one to the to the scene, and they've had a very active development community, and so they got a, a big head start. Well, Ethereum's at a place right now where it's going to be transitioning out of mining, uh, probably by the end of 2021, and going into staking. And if you saw my video uh, about uh, staking coins, you know, basically coins that mine themselves, that uh, that's where they're transitioning to. And they're calling it ETH 2.0, Ethereum 2.0. And um, currently, the, uh, they are beginning to take deposits for the ETH 2.0 uh, staking uh, contract. 
And if you have, but you have to have 32 Ethereum, all right, which right now is costing you $14,574 uh, to get 32 Ethereum. Uh, you know, there's. I'm sure there's people that are kicking themselves for not getting uh, more Ethereum back when it was $175 each. Just uh, what uh, we're looking at, like two, three months ago. Um, so, anyway, if you deposit your Ethereum with them, like this calculator here is saying that monthly you would get about 1.4 Ethereum. And over the course of the year, you get about 1.68 Ethereum and this reward. That means you'd be getting about five and a quarter percent more Ethereum than you had at the beginning of that 12-month period. So that's kind of like the, the interest rate that you would be getting, except that you're getting it in the tokens. Now, that's 5.25% more actual token, more actual Ethereum, not necessarily of the price. If the price goes up, on Ethereum, it continues to go up on Ethereum, then you know your actual how much you're making uh, in, in if you compare it to U.S. dollars could be bigger, um, or it could be less if it goes down. But again, Ethereum, much like Bitcoin, is being highly utilized. It's being utilized so much that they are going to this 2.0 and the staking and other things called sharding and other things to try to. Uh, be able to uh, take on more business, basically. Ethereum is actually under a crush of their blockchain being overloaded because so many people want to use it for their specific uses that um, that the price for using Ethereum on a contracts and things goes up a lot uh, and, and, and becomes cost prohibitive. So, but again, you know, this is sort of an... Uh, a way to show you that the reason why a price on something like this is going up is just straight through the fact that people out there are using it. People want to use it, and people want to use it even more, which is making the Ethereum community and developers find ways to make Ethereum be able to accept more business uh, and more transactions than it's doing now at, at, at hopefully a lower cost. So... These are usually the kinds of things, you know, if you're looking in the stock market world or whatever, those are usually the kind of things you look for, right? Is that, well, are people using it? Do they want to use it? Is there a product or a service here that's that's making it all worthwhile for the people that are involved with it? Uh, and, and on all accounts, the answer for Ethereum, uh, as well as Bitcoin, is yes. So, uh, without a doubt. And I mean, and that so much so that billions of dollars are flowing into Ethereum and Ethereum tokens uh, to to conduct business and, and to do all kinds of things. So, and whether or not you have enough to stake your ETH, uh, you know, if you have 32 of them or not, uh, you know, full disclosure, I own some Ethereum. I, I don't even, I own, uh, I think, almost two. <laughs> uh, and, uh, but, you know, uh, maybe someday I'll have 32 of them. I do mine Ethereum on occasion, uh, like I'm doing right now, um, and accumulating, and I have that again. I'm going to go back to the mining thing, which is that I don't have like a lot of liquid cash hanging around to just go and, and buy some on the market. So I'm just ginning it up day by day, little by little, um, on my mining, my, my mining machines and my rigs. Um, and so... That's how I'm 
getting involved with this. And um, I've got till the end of 2021 to try to get 32 Ethereum, or maybe they'll change their program by then. Who knows? But just on its uh, on the surface, as is, it, it's looking very bright. Um, okay, one last piece of news, uh, and this one's going to be uh, this is going to be a little fun thing. Um, Splinterlands. Splinterlands is a uh, is a collectible uh, card game. So Splinterlands has a deal where uh, when you play. Um, they automatically create a uh, Hive wallet for you. So I guess natively they like to work with the Hive token. Um, and But they uh, they announce here that Splinterland has cross-compatibility with other blockchains, such as Ethereum, Tron, and Wax. So if you have those um, tokens uh, or coin, you can use those to uh, play in Splinterlands. Splinterlands also has a really interesting um, uh, thing too. They they say play to earn, which is that you can be a professional gamer on Splinterlands. If you get really super good at, at playing Splinterlands, that you can play tournaments and win rewards from that. There's ranks, uh, ranked play, and quests. So again, like I talked about in my crypto games uh, video uh, a while back, that because this is on the blockchain, um, when you get uh, certain like unbelievable rare cards or things like that, they've got a value, and people will be willing to trade you in these different currencies or tokens uh, for those things, or you can hold on to them, or you can purchase stuff from other people, and they're yours until you trade or sell them away. They're logged on a blockchain, and, and no one can take that away from you. Um, and so that's a, just a pretty, pretty neat thing. Um, the one announcement about uh, Splinterlands is that recently, uh, because I am, uh, I use uh, the Brave browser uh, for my. I use the Brave browser for my um, browsing, and so uh, one of the features of Brave is you can get basic attention tokens by uh, clicking on add notifications that come in on the uh, the side of your screen um, and it's nice they're, they're not obnoxious it's just they come out in, in a black box and if you want to look at the ad you can and that's actually how I found out about this Splinterlands thing a little ad about Splinterlands came in and it was an announcement from Splinterlands that they will be accepting basic attention tokens now as well for um, for the Splinterlands uh, ecosystem so if you're a, a brave browser user like I am, and you just click on ads here and there and look at them that interest you, and you're getting rewarded in basic attention tokens uh, month over month, uh, you can now use those basic attentions tokens right here at Splinterlands. Um, so that's you know it's a pretty cool thing. The other thing you can do is that uh, for me on the crypto mind, I'm associated as a, a brave rewards creator and um, besides like uh, directly tipping me through Cointree, the, my link down below, um, I'm also gonna have above, if you're on the Brave browser, you're gonna see, like you see here, a little um, triangle with a blue check mark on it. It means that that uh, website accepts uh, basic attention token or bat token tips. You can click on that and tip the creator of that website and so you can do that with me as well. 
Um, so there's all kinds of uses for um, the basic extension tokens out there, and you can acquire them without even purchasing them if you use the Brave browser and and um, click on some ads over time. And actually, if you not only click on them, you'll get a little bit, but if you actually like read it and pay attention to it, you'll get a little bit more. Um, and, and after a month gone by, like uh, about five or six days after the end of the month, you you'll get your rewards, and you you always get to see what your rewards are as you're as you're acquiring them. So um, I'll have a link to the Brave browser down below. Download it, try it out for thirty days. Um, see if you if you don't like it as well. I I love it. B besides the basic attention token feature, it has a uh, built-in like pop-up security. Um, and it tries to block out uh, trackers uh, and uh, spyware. It, it, it even has a little counter here letting you know how many of those things it's keeping away from you. Um, and you have the option of, of putting your shields down and allowing that stuff through, which sometimes you have to do with things that you trust, like maybe your credit union or your bank or some other places like that that require um, that they know that they're talking to your computer directly. So try out the Brave browser. Um, and see if you don't have a better browsing experience with a bunch of ads and junk you don't want and, and, and clicking on ads you do want and getting paid for looking at them and, uh, and having a better browsing experience overall and or even collecting them all to play Splinterlands. Hey, this has been the CryptoMind uh, weekly crypto news update uh, for today, this Thursday, uh, the 12th of November. Uh, Come back every Thursday for my special NerdCon1.com uh, edition of the Crypto Mind, and come to my YouTube channel, the Crypto Mind. Put it in, put it in quotes on either side in the search in YouTube, and you'll get right to my channel, uh, and that's M I N E D. Over there, I will have other videos. There's sometimes a little bit more technical, uh, talking about mining or talking about how you can get involved with it, and I highly recommend it because I think that you'll find a way to get involved in the crypto space that is so much under your own control. And I think that that's really important in this day and age, is that, that you have some control over your money or how you accumulate things or in what manner you want to do it. And, 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 um, and I think it will take some of the questions, some of the anxiety and some of the fear out of being in this amazing space called crypto land and blockchain uh the blockchain world y'all have a good day hey tune in on saturday for cinephile Sat saturday on the nerdcom1.com network um uh, steve over there uh he's got always got some interesting amazing uh and fun takes on video uh movies videos uh, and he does it by categories and different things and um he's really really into it and and uh, i find his show a lot of fun have a good one.